Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Merry Christmas, fool! Merry Christmas to you, too! Merry Christmas week to everybody! Mm -hmm. It's just a few days away, and uh, you got all your shopping done? Yeah, yeah. And uh, presents wrapped? Um, I, I'll check on Michelle later. Yeah, you don't do any of that? Nope. No, I don't nope. even... I, I, do the, I do my shopping... For Jen, I I do that. That's about all I do. Yeah, but then then my oldest daughter Catherine wraps those presents for me. Oh, that's well, that's you know, hey, it looks better. Yeah, and and she should be contributing. Yeah, absolutely, doing something around the house. Yeah, why don't you do something, Catherine? She doesn't listen. Killian listens. Nobody else listens. I don't think. Um, So yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of Mm. uh, of Christmas presents. Okay. You see, you see that you see this these things on the on the on the table. I do see this. Plethora. These things. There's a couple things, and um, all we want to say is, uh, Scott and Donna, you know what you did. Oh, you know what you did. You know you know what you did. Now, we know what you did. Yep. And, and, and you know that we know that you know what you did. And we're very thankful. Yeah, thank it's you very, very much. very cool. Very cool. This one, I actually this wanted one, that. This one's mine. Me too. Yeah. No, I, I wanted yep. it. But Michelle told me I couldn't get it. Yeah. And then I get to come here, yeah. and there it is. See? Yeah. What she meant for evil. <laughs> God meant for good. good. <laughs> yeah, he, he wanted he wanted to let Scott and Donna uh, bless us. Well, man, th- guys, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That um, that really means a lot to us that you would think of us and send that. So thank you. And I was thinking that my uh, my ESV Creeds and Confessions Bible was the favorite thing that I'd received, uh, but not anymore. I'm sorry. No, uh, no. Yeah, sorry, Crossway. Scott and Donna just trumped you. They trumped. What? what they, yeah. They, they trumped. It's still a. St- I can still use the saying. Just no, because but I feel like, the, are, like there's there's an extra meaning behind yeah. it when it comes hey, to everybody. You. Can, can everybody just relax? Oh wait, what, what are we, we going to relax about? Everybody is losing their minds. The whole evangelical and more specifically Southern Baptist church. You're all you're you're looking like a bunch of fighting fools. Like you, you, everybody is so wrapped up on both sides of every issue. They're like ravenous, rabid, crazy people. Whoa! I'm just, I'm just Whoa. done with it. Done with oh, it. Oh, I didn't hear you stand up to Mark Galley. Well, I'm not. I'm not even talking. Oh man, here you go. Go ahead. Who says I'm not talking about Mark Galley? Oh, because I know you. Yeah. And- I don't listen. My here's my thing. Mm. Everybody is so reactionary they can't listen to and learn so let's say all right so hypothetically hypothetically let's say that uh somebody out there Mm. um it it could be a friend right it could be a friend or somebody that you don't really like they say something provocative and let's just use since you i mentioned i didn't mention trump i mentioned trumping and you turned it into trump so let's say somebody says something about trump something you don't like maybe it's pro-trump and maybe it's anti-trump it doesn't really make a difference to me uh people just People take it overly personally. Yeah. They 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 just they can't try to understand where the person's coming from, and then articulate and go, "Hey, you know what? Good thing, good thing that this world is not our home. So I don't I don't stake my whole life in my my my, and I don't find a, a, an existential crisis here because of because of this one issue. Because I have a I have a God who reigns from heaven, mm-hmm. and and He's the one in whom I find my peace and my identity. And I don't know, man. I'm just like it. Just seems like Christians are. Um, Overly amped, reactionary, and 
missing the point. On every side, Calvinist, non-Calvinist, social justice, anti-social justice, everybody. And I miss it too. I'm not saying like I'm not – I don't get – Yeah, don't – like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Joe, can you hear me up there? Hang on. I need a ladder can, to get down off my high horse. Yeah, thank you. I can appreciate you, can that. You, yes. Can you give me a little boost? <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's 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 too much. It's just too it's too. Like I just saw, you know, Jared Wilson said something mm. on Twitter. Jared's a friend. Jared Wilson said something on Twitter, and it related to you know the sort of the politics of the day. And it was a it was it was it was just sort of a, a short take, a little mm-hmm. hot take. Uh, it meant to be a little provocative, but it wasn't you know anything crazy. And uh, it's like everybody's. I don't know. The people just. I'm just tired. You know what? Let's talk about Christmas. <laughs> Well, I mean, for Christmas, uh, Congress gave you the gift of impeachment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I am not pro-impeaching President Trump, by the way. Just for the record. You all know that we're oh, not. Oh, no, oh, no, no, oh no. you're not no, pro? No, no this, is, this whole thing is silly. I, I'm, just, I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying I'm pro-Trump. Like, I don't think. I, I'm not saying, like, I think mm. he's a great guy or anything like that. But the whole impeachment thing, I'm just not down with it. I just think that was a, a big waste of time. Man. But, uh, that's man, one. I've never seen you go yeah. off on a rant like this. Yeah. Just people. I wish you guys, this is one of those There's times. more civility on TikTok. <laughs> There's more civility on TikTok than there is on Christian Twitter. <laughs> Crying out loud. I, I wish. This is one of those times I wish we had videos so people could see your expressions and how depressed you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should see. Ain't nobody <laughs> focusing on Jesus. <laughs> well, speaking of focusing on Jesus, Joe, mm-hmm. as you said, Christmas is days away. And I'll be actually, when this drops, what am I doing? I'm flying. I'm, I'm heading up to Canada. I won't see you for the weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. No, it's not. You're just saying that no. you, because you know that your your crazy what? relatives are listening. No, 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 no. I, 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 <laughs> I go, uh, uh, no, no. I, I love, I love going to Canada. You almost turned into a South Park character right there. No, no, <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> no, it's gonna be great. Yeah. it's gonna be a really good time. No, is that because you're gonna have like lots of built-in babysitters and you can like kind of go off and? Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but no. But you'll see, your wife's going to be happy because she's yep, actually she's Canadian, she be with her family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's uh, other people that, uh, uh, close friends and stuff that I'm going to go hang out with. Uh, Where, what? There's close friends. I'm gonna Who? Go. What, Who are you talking about? Who's a happen? close friend up there? Fred. Okay, you're just joking with me. Okay, no, I'm not. Cool. No, that's fine. As long as you're joking, I'm okay. No, no, you, you yeah. just check my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? what? Fred... Fred Wait, is the listen. guy that I lived with Fred and Glenda. He's uh god they're the godparents of Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, you, you, told, yeah, you talked really, about really them. close, yeah. really close they're, not, they're not like friends, they're more like parental <laughs> figures though. That's more but they're more like they're more like family than friends. That's that that's okay. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. more like family than friends. Uh, yeah, very, I'm your best yeah. friend, according to your last sermon. <laughs> and uh and I just want to make you sure that every and Fred better know it too. <laughs> well, you know, uh you know who did know it? All of a sudden I got this uh text mm-hmm. from a lawyer from our church oh yes and he goes why are we even friends i was like (laughs) i mean i'm sitting there i'm like i've got no context what just happened here and uh uh, yeah he goes you know glg huh yeah good looking greg yep good looking Mm -hmm. greg he's like why are we even friends i'm like what's going on he's like you won't hire me as your as your personal lawyer (laughs) joe's your best friend what what do i bring to the table looks that's that's what he has Mm -hmm. that's what he's got and he can smoke in his office yeah, yeah. So, you got that too. Actually, and last night I went to their uh, office Christmas party. They invited me. The the senior partner invited me to their office Christmas party. That they're trying to they're trying to woo you. No, they so know, they you, know, they know. Yeah, no, no, there's no, always no. a chance. You come to a party. Yep. There's always a chance. It was it was a quite a great time. <laughs> so anyways, 
Well, while you're having a good time, mm-hmm. some people don't like the holidays, Jimmy. Some people oh. are... They, you know, that's why we do Blue Christmas here, right? Because some people yeah. are struggling. They're, they've experienced loss. They um, Maybe they have a seasonal disorder. Maybe they're uh, going through depression, uh, anxiety. Uh, uh, loneliness? Yeah, some people are just stinking lonely. Me, I like being alone. Leave me alone. But other people like feel the weight of isolation mm-hmm. and they begin to despair. And so the holidays can be hard for some people. And even for Christians right, who like the holiday, sometimes we can feel a little bit of a little bit of gosh darn it after the holidays, like a little bit of like, ah, I didn't, I really wanted Christmas like, to be more than it was. And I didn't do anything. Like in the sense of just kind of regretting uh, the opportunities that they missed. Yeah. Yeah. I know like Jen and I have felt that way in the past where, you know, um, it's like, wow, we really wanted to enjoy Christmas and to experience uh, God's grace in mm. Christmas and we feel like we were just too busy and too, and we didn't plan well enough and it went by and it just was a big hurried mess. Yeah. There was no sense of magic. I know that's not a real thing, guys. Oh, so all my reform guys can relax. You don't have to put me on blast. <gasps> you go, um, okay, so here you go. You heard here first, Joe Thorne believes in magic. Yeah, pro-Trump, pro-magic. That's what pro, they're going to take Trump, away from this. Magic. Yeah, great. Do you play Magic the Gathering? I don't play games. You live Magic the Gathering? No. That's that's like a geeky thing. I don't uh, I don't do the game thing. You know? The only games I play are old man games, Canasta, Cribbage. Mm. That's about it, and I barely play those. No. So, anyways, what were we talking about? We're talking about how like you kind of oh, we you go into the season, yeah, yeah you go into maybe... the season with like all these hopes and expectations, yeah. and maybe like this romanticized view of slowing <laughs> down and enjoying each other's company, and yeah, I mean, I think you know, I want the kids and the family to have a good time, and I want, uh, and I really do want want it to be about Christ and, and the gospel. So um, we came across this uh, this article from Crossway. It's like three years old. Uh, Don Whitney did a series of, uh, of articles like this, 10 Questions mm-hmm. to Ask. And um, this one is uh, 10 Questions to Ask at Your Christmas, Christmas Gathering. And the idea here is that you can ask, these are the kinds of questions that you can um, bring to bear in a conversation, in relationships, even in a big gathering or a yep. family party, uh, maybe in an office party, you can bring up some of these questions to begin to leverage the holidays for good and for the glory of God. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do this, uh, like you said, a private conversation, you could do it in groups. But so, can I go... It's kind of hard to ask questions without a group. You kind of need some people there. Well, no, but yeah. sometimes you think it might be just one or two people. That's a group. No, 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 but they're just family. It's a private gathering. But this is it can be open to believers, non-believers, yeah, that's close what I like. family. I like this. Neighbors, things, yeah, things, people of that nature. Of what nature? You know, where there's some that are distant, some that are close. Okay, gotcha. I did not get where you're going. No, with I was, I was just, I'm just messing with you. It's early in the morning. Yeah, it it's is early in the morning. Done. All right. So, um, so here you got ten questions here, Jimmy. The first one is, what's the best thing that's happened to you since last Christmas? That might sound like a like a softball, not such a big deal question, but the reality is, is like it's a pretty big yeah. question. Like uh, in the past year, what's what's the best thing? That has happened in your life mm-hmm. that can open people up to talk about some something really important. Yeah. It might be worldly and frivolous as well to, mm-hmm. to you, but uh, it's a good conversation. But it's a, yeah, it's a good opening question, um, and it, I think it also helps people kind of slow down and, and look and say you know, there have been for those that we were talking about before, yeah. right? That are maybe depressed or anxious or uh, maybe feeling lonely. Uh, there's still that sense of there's something good that happened. Can you see the good? Can you see the right? good? Right. Yeah. Uh, number two. What was your best Christmas ever? And then, of course, why? That, see, like, that's one of those potentially, and I think 
likely to be a nostalgic, fun, mm-hmm. sort of a... Now, it could be like very meaningful and deep and profound, but I know yeah, for a lot of people, it's just going to be when I was a kid. And they, yeah. they, they so, Joe, what was your best stuff. Christmas ever? Uh, I don't remember any Christmases. You just had, all of You just had no, no best Christmas? Um, let's see. Uh, maybe wow. I would say... Un- the ones that stand out would be. Um, I know. I know your dad listened. So let's, Jim. Let's. I, I Jim. I would have appreciated uh, all right. the Christmases you gave me. All right. Uh, the Christmas where, as a five-year-old, I woke up uh, like at eleven at night and I could hear Santa eating uh, the stuff and putting presents out, and I snuck down the hallway to peek because that's mm-hmm. what I would do. Yeah. But then at the last minute, I remembered that his reindeer know if I'm out of my room, and mm-hmm. he, they could telepathically tell Santa that I was about to peek, and so I had to. Um, I. <laughs> I went back to my room. And I never looked. I never took a peek at oh, Santa. You didn't get to see him. So, in the flesh. Uh, and then that morning when I got woke up, uh, my 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 dad was outside ringing snow, sleigh bells, and my brother was waking me up saying Santa just left. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and then like that year, I figured out that they lying. <laughs> That, <laughs> but listen, just the fact like yeah. what your dad went through to make sure you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, you orchestrated the lie. No, it was it was it was that was actually a really sweet one. The first marriage, you know, first Christmas after you get married, first yep. Christmas after you begin to have kids. Those are all uh, those are all real special mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, it's good. What about you? Uh, for me, it's, you know what? Uh, it's not necessarily about the Christmas itself, but uh, every Christmas my dad would make uh, breakfast, biscuits and gravy. And just I remember thinking, like, coming down, presence was great, obviously, but you were really excited for yeah. the biscuits and gravy that Dad made. The, if, no biscuits and gravy, it's almost like it's not Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what cool. I got to go make today, because we're all having yeah biscuits and gravy today. But it's not Christmas. Uh, because I'll be gone for Christmas. Uh, so we're celebrating Christmas today. How's your dad feel? Uh, he, he put all this work into giving you these awesome Christmases, and then you're, you're just like, bye, Dad, and you're just going up to Canada. Well, you know, I'm going to go hang out with my new dad. That's <laughs> what <laughs> you're telling your dad. I'm going to go hang out with my new dad? Yeah. No. Well, I, every year, I give my mother-in-law an option. I said, either we can come for one week for Christmas, or Michelle and the kids can come for one month in the summer. So thus far- Didn't she go this past summer? I'm pretty sure she went up there this past summer. Nope. nope. Not for a month. Nope. But she went up there. Uh, For a baby shower. Yeah, yeah. that counts. <laughs> she oh, went yeah. for a weekend. <laughs> now, aren't you going for two weeks? Uh. No, just till uh, the first. I feel like that's two weeks. That's not two okay, weeks. Stop it ever. Um, let's see. The question's like, uh, what's the most meaningful Christmas gift Ooh. you've ever received? Or what was the most appreciated Christmas gift you've ever given? Oh. Like two very cool questions. I like the second question more. Like not because it makes you do a big deal, but it's really, in other words, have you reached out to bless somebody, that, yeah. to, to care for somebody? Um, or how about, what, what was your favorite Christmas tradition as a child? Well, I know what yours was. Yeah, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, it was trying to see Santa. Yeah, I had. To, I tried to try to try to find Santa. Um, you know, we did. My parents. The only time we ever eat these things, they were these. You know, like a cinnamon roll yep. with the icing on top. Yeah, yeah. You kind of come in the tube. You yeah, pop yeah. it open, and then you lay them on the pan. Yeah, yeah. you put it in the pan, yeah. and the, yeah. So uh, the only time my parents would make this particular kind is on Christmas Day, and it was the same thing, cinnamon roll, but the icing on top instead of it just being regular icing was like an orange flavored icing weird right mm. i've never had never, them yeah, at no. any place ev- other in my life than on our house on mm. christmas morning 
So for some reason, those orange whatevers became uh, a part of our uh, a part of our tradition, and then of course Jen, uh, coming from Germany, has brought you know, different traditions with her to our family. Oh, Belschnickel? You know, uh, no, Krampus. Krampus. So, about Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're going to lie to your kids about Santa Claus, you at least have to double down. And then bring in Krampus. Because where's the fun now? Like, oh, this guy. It's like, oh, this guy. If you don't know who Krampus is, Krampus, like Jen grew up with Krampus. Krampus is like the demon lord that, uh, so you get, you got like St. Nicholas, not St. Nicholas, but like Santa Claus, this guy based on St. Nicholas. He, he goes around and he's going to give presents to all the kids who are good. But at the same time that he's running around being a creep, uh, Krampus is, and Krampus is like this, like half man, half animal, hoofed, horns, whole thing, walking around with this big sack on his back, and he carries a stick, and he walks around, and if he finds bad kids, he puts them in the sack, kidnaps them, and eats them. Yeah. Merry Krampus. Christmas, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe, for sharing yeah. that great heartwarming. Keep our kids in line. So, speaking of which, then, uh, Joe, what do you do to try try to keep Christ in Christmas? Well, we Look, have I to. Wanna, I want to hear about this in your yeah. house as you guys are teaching about Krampus. Okay, well, first of all, um, we do teach about Krampus. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't pretend that Krampus is real. Mm. Okay, yeah. so what, after you've done teaching about Krampus, yeah. how do you keep Christ in Christmas? Uh, mostly by, I guess there's, there's two ways in which we think about it. On the one hand, uh, Christmas isn't a biblical thing. It's just, it's just, it's just a cultural thing for us, like mm-hmm. largely. It, it, is, it is something that the culture brings to bear. Like, oh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a seasonal holiday of sorts that is connected to uh, the birth of Christ. And so, on the one hand, like, we just took our kids to go out and see the Larson Christmas lights. Ooh, right? We do that every uh, year. I think we're going to do that tonight. Go late or go early, because you can wait an hour and a half. Forget it, I might not go. Yeah. We went at, like, 8.30, no wait, boom, got right in. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. So, anyways, um, so uh, we'll do that, and we'll just get, like, hot chocolate or whatever, and we'll put on... Um, Jingle all the way in the back for the kids to watch mm-hmm. while we're waiting in line for these Christmas lights. Um, and it's just, that's all that it is, right? So we'll do that. But what we try to do is throughout the years we're, was we're trying to disciple our kids about God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And then we leverage wherever we're at in the year if there's ever a connection point. So in Christmas time, obviously there is. And so we wind up talking about the birth of Christ. We wind up talking about, we talk about Advent. Um, we've, in the past, we've done everything from Advent devotionals to, um, like biblical Advent calendars. So we take every teaching opportunity, at least we want to take every teaching opportunity God gives us, mm-hmm. to make connections to the truths of Scripture. And we're actually, at the end of this, we're, Jimmy and I are going to recommend some ways that yeah. we can do this better. But uh, th- th- to keep Christ in Christmas is, like I, don't know, I guess I feel two ways about it. On the one hand, I don't feel like I need to do anything because Christmas isn't, it isn't biblical, you know what I mean, in that sense. It's not a biblically commanded thing. Um, but I would be crazy to not want to leverage the holiday to yeah. point to Jesus as much as possible. Well, and speaking of which, I mean, uh, the next question is, why do you think people started celebrating the birth of Jesus? So, I mean, that's, that's, a, question that's, that's, a, that's a really good question, especially if you've got those around you that are uh, non-believers. And so it, it, right there, like you said, you're leveraging the season and an opportunity to share the gospel. It's, I mean, these, these are the kind of questions. <clears throat> that's why Donnie's the man, right? Because like, mm-hmm. you can imagine Don coming into a family Christmas party and he's got his sport coat on. He's got his three fountain pens in his pocket. Yeah. 
he's coming down. He's all like gentlemanly and, and sophisticated. And uh, he starts dropping a question on a couple of these like, you know, in-laws or like, uh, uh, you know, daughter-in-law maybe or son-in-law mm-hmm. or something like that or grandkids. And that's the kind of question to make him think. Like, why do people make such a big deal about the birth of Jesus? I mean, okay, so Jesus accomplished a lot of things, maybe from a worldly standpoint, but why his birth? Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Yeah. And then even the, the next question, do you think the birth of Jesus deserves such a nearly worldwide celebration? So kind of looking at it and say, why is it so important around the globe? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because we celebrate uh, the dates of famous people's death. Right, we it's frequently what we do. We, we remember when this person was shot. We we, we memorialize them, yeah. um, and uh, but the birth, you know, outside of a a friend because it's your friend. It's like oh, it's your birthday. I'm going to celebrate that with you. To celebrate your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a. These are good questions. Um, and then number ten, why do you think Jesus came to Earth? Makes him sound like an alien, Don. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I think that's the wrong way well, to word it. Now, why, why did you Jesus think- visit? Uh, our planet. Our planet. <laughs> really, he came down in a thing. It's a little weird. But uh, but we know what you have. What? How else are you going to say it to people? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw that movie? I, I don't know. <clears throat> but there was a commercial on recently. Uh, like, E.T. came back and like... You know, he's like, Elliot. He's like, you came back. And uh, you're supposed to go online to watch the rest. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like that movie when it came out. Really? Why? It was cheesy. It's Baby Yoda before Baby Yoda. That's what it is. You were looking to sneak that in. Look at no, it wasn't. That nope, was very just, good though. No, that's that was, what it was. was it's like a little cute, little. Uh, and he's like all oh, this dumb long head to make any sense. M and M. Yeah. Well, they were they, they weren't M and M's. M and M. No. Yeah, he had M and M's. No, they were they were Reese's pieces. pieces. Yeah, it's not the Reese's same thing. pieces. Yeah, they had peanut butter know. in them. Yeah, yeah. Nice try. Yeah, this, I've, this I've, was I've watched this, since yeah, whatever. Yeah, since it was since it was on VHS or something because you weren't alive when it came out. Anyway, when did it come out? Eighties. Yeah, yeah. I was alive in the 80s. But not Okay, let's let's bring it up. Let's bring see. it up. Go let's ahead. See. Go uh, ahead. Let's see. E-T. Mm. Were, you, you're, were, you, were you born, Jimmy? Don't e- lie. 82. 82. All right. E-T. I got to find mm. 1982. Boom. So I was yeah. alive. I was Barely. alive. Barely. I was alive. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Look <laughs> at how cheesy that thing is. Oh, and it gets on the bike. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? I didn't like AT. He's trying to steal the glory from Jesus and raising from the dead oh, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's why yeah. you didn't like Uh huh. I was against why? it before I was a Christian. All right. We're going to link to the article um, uh, before uh, in the show notes if you want to read uh, Donnie's article. Mm-hmm. But um, he says here at the end, of course, remember to pray for your Christmas gatherings. Ask the Lord to grant you, quote, divine appointments to guide your, although. Everything's a divine appointment, but I know what you mean. Uh, To guide your conversations and to open doors for the gospel. Yes, absolutely. May he use you to bring glory to Christ this Christmas. Bam. Oh, wow. Hey, Jimmy, is time to take your pill? (laughs) What is that all about? Don't worry about it. (laughs) All right, well, let's just talk a little bit about planning for next year. Like, if you're one of those people who, like, like, eh, Christmas was kind of boring, or I felt too rushed, or Mm -hmm. I just didn't pull it off the way that I wanted to, to honor God, to bless my family, to have fun. We've got some ways that uh, we want to encourage you as you're thinking about next year, and you should start thinking about next year, mm-hmm. next Christmas season, to make it better. Uh, Jimmy, what can we do to plan for next year to make it, to improve, to, to not let it slip by uh, unnoticed, unleveraged for good and the glory of God? Well, I think one thing is, uh, I don't know, at least I'm finding that Christmas becomes this ever-increasing black hole of spending. Yeah, financial burden. Financial yeah. burden. Uh, and so I think just be 
be mindful and intentional to reduce your costs, reduce your costs, reduce your spending. Uh, you don't need to give every single gift that you want to, you know, that you'd like to give. I mean, that's really gracious and, and kind to of people, but yeah. yeah, don't, don't put that burden upon yourself. Yeah. Just grab a couple items and, and reduce that spending. Yeah. Like Jimmy and I aren't getting each other anything. No, because well, because other because, people get stuff. Yeah, for because us. Scott and Donna got us both yeah. something. So yeah. we're, we're satisfied. So we're good. We're, yeah, we're, 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 good. we're quite happy. We're, thank we're you guys. Happy. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, you don't, I think there's, there, there is a real temptation to get sucked into spending, spending, spending at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. A, let me say this. It's not necessarily wrong to be giving gifts at Christmas. It's no. a good thing. Yeah, it's a really kindness. Nice. And, and that can be a reflection of the gospel. He gave good gifts to us, but, um, but there's, there's a temptation through a sense of generosity uh, you know, and good motives, or there can be like a sense of like your conscience is bound. I feel like I have to do this. Yeah. 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 Um, Give yourself some room. I, I agree with that. Of course, that's Jimmy's thing, right? Reduce cost. Yes. He's, he's watching the numbers. Yeah. But but that, that does have a significant impact on mm-hmm. what, how you can maybe enjoy or um, experience the holiday. So I think that's really good. Um, I would say uh, weigh the value of the holiday expectations that you take upon yourself or that are placed upon you. And in other words... Figure out like what is everything that I have to go to? Where do I? What do I have to go to? What's expected of me? Um, what do I expect of myself? Weigh the value of all of those things, mm-hmm. and in response to that, limit yeah, limit your gatherings and the events that you go to. Because I know every year, um, Jen says the same thing. Like there's so much going on. There's so much, and not yeah. only you know there's there's our family holiday stuff, but then there's all these things that we have to go to, and it's just it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in order to, to make room and, and the, some of the things that we're talking about right here are to enjoy the holiday and, and, to, and to make room for Christ, right. To make room for, for this faith experience. Sometimes you have to declutter and, and push some things out. Yeah. So that's really what we're talking about here on the front end. Yeah. And for some of us, uh, beginning new traditions can, can really help, yeah. you know, uh, that's good. Cause excitement, you know. You could do the the advent candle. Some people enjoy that. Yeah, we do the Elf advent on candle. Shelf. Elf on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or as we call in my household, Pastor Joe on a shelf. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. 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 <gasps> the kids have a gift for you. Darn it! I forgot to. Bring oh yeah, it. I'm supposed to bring it. How do you wrap an insult? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. How does that work, Jimmy? <laughs> with, with smooth words. <laughs> with smooth kind mm-hmm. words. <laughs> the soft eyes. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, there's uh you know Advent candle, Elf on a Shelf. Uh, you could do that that the Christmas light touring that Joe was talking about. So it doesn't have to be like it can be it can be explicitly theological or it can just be fun. It's okay to have fun. Yeah, it's It's okay to have fun. Um, and I mean, but if you have if you're if you it's I would also encourage though Mm. use an Advent or Christmas devotional. It it is a good time to especially if you've got young children Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, to go through that together. And uh, Michelle. Was uh, she's really creative at this? I don't know. She probably found it on Pinterest. I don't know. But so she's it, not creative. She's a thief. But go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. She stole so the like, idea from somebody else. So like, like every uh, at Christmas time, uh, right at December, there's a treasure chest that she puts out mm. at the uh, the tree, and every every night she puts something in there, any uh, Bible verse, like a memory verse, and then a, a short devotional. Right. So the kids come. They're all excited. They go in there. They get the devotional. Uh, they go through the scripture together and then they get like some sort of, there's a little treat yeah. or gift for them. Yeah, that's know, cool. Every day, yep. They, just listen, kids 
our kids, right? And so finding ways to connect, to create, to yeah. have fun with them, and then bring theological, doctrinal, life-changing truths yeah. into all of it. Awesome. Really, really good stuff. Um, okay, so yeah, speaking to that, like... I, Focus on the relevant doctrines, mm-hmm. right? So, obviously, virgin birth, incarnation, trinity, um, gospel, of course. Um, but, yeah, like, listen, our kids should be able to talk about these things, especially in time, progressively, increasingly so as they grow. But um, everything from, you know, as as Donnie would say, why did Jesus come to earth? Or... <laughs> You know why did why did the Son of God become human? Yeah. Why, you know yeah. why? Did, I mean, we're just first of all, Doctor Whitney does not listen to this podcast, uh, though he's been on it, and he's he's like he's like a casual acquaintance friend, uh, and we love you, Dom. I'm just joking with you. Don't get mad at me. Don't um, at me. Don't don't yeah don't don't at me. Um, don't write me a sternly worded yeah. <laughs> letter because if you do, I'll actually, push you on red. You'll put them on what? On red. You don't. You don't know. You're not. You're not hip with the kids. But that's how you say it. You put them on red, which means they send you a message. You read it. They can see that you read it, but you don't respond because you ain't got time for that. You put them on red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're quite proud. TikTok of yourself. education, son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. How do you have time for all this? Oh, uh, when I'm going potty. Because TikTok is short little things. When I, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm an old man, I gotta sit down. When I go to the bathroom half the time, so and I'm in there for like some time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting down. I, okay, well, I, don't, I don't think we need to continue yeah. down this path. Yeah, I just kind of scroll through nope, it, nope, see nope, what's nope. going on. And I think uh, one of the one of the ways you could leverage it. Go to Marcus. Go to Marcus. I got all, I know all the TikTok stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a friend or a neighbor mm-hmm. uh, who does not know Christ, right. in, invite them to church. This this kills me. Like this is the easiest to Easter and Christmas. Yeah, people, your non-Christian friends are, are pretty open to coming to church with you at least once if you'll invite them. It's almost like a rule that they have to go on Christmas or Easter if you yeah. ask them. It's almost a rule. So just yeah, don't yeah. be dumb. Ask them. Yeah, yeah. Invite them. Say, hey, hey, why don't you come and check out our church? Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I'd love for you to see it. It's important to me. Like you know, I love. I want you to see why I like it. Yeah, yeah. That that, that doesn't mean they're coming for Jesus. You know what? No non-Christian comes for Jesus typically uh, when they first come to church. They're, yep. they're coming for some other reason. It's fine. Let them get in there and hear the truth. I like it. In other words, you got to plan for next year. Yeah. The reason most of us mess up our holidays or even our vacation or whatever it is because we didn't think it through. We didn't plan it ahead. You know who likes to plan? Fofo. Yep. Fofo likes to plan. And uh, and so, I mean, I I like to listen to what he's doing and how he's, how he's approaching, whether it's a, a vacation or even a business trip, <clears throat> because like for Jimmy, like this, and I don't mean to talk about you, Jimmy, like, oh, yeah, as cool, if you're not here, cool, but cool. what Jimmy will do is Jimmy will have, Jimmy doesn't just have expectations when he goes into like a meeting, uh, a conference or a vacation. He has expectations, but he also has a plan to ensure, or at least to make more likely, that those expectations will be met. Yeah, He's yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna map this out, I'm gonna put it like this, and these are the steps I'm gonna take. You gotta do that for the holidays too, guys. Um, and so, not too late, Christmas is a couple days away. Use uh, Dr. Whitney's questions if you, mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to talk to your kids, your, your family members, your relatives, and uh, let us know uh, on social media how you plan on making Christmas Day awesome. We want to hear want to hear about it on social media. Jimmy, how do they let us know? Yeah, you can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas.